All right, we're here. We're here. So, um, some 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 news dropped uh this week. Some some news I was not expecting, and and it it caused me to ask some questions. Right. So, out here in Thailand, right, Burger King decided to 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 have a little uh special called their all cheese burger. Now, while you think that that sounds delicious, it turns out it's it's no meat. It's just bun, 20 slices of American cheese, and then bun. So my question is, are you eating that? Damn, if you if I eat that, I would never be able to poop again. Absolutely not. I mean, I'm, I'm just just imagine, just imagine, right? You you say, hey, let me get the let me get the cheeseburger. Um, and then they come out and they give you that. Just 20 slices of cheese. And how much you want to bet that it's not melted? It's 100 percent not melted. Literally then... just straight out of the uh straight out of the, the plastic <laughs> and just slapped on there. That's that's no, that's that's foul, man. We can't do that. I'd rather have just a grilled cheese sandwich than whatever that nonsense is. <laughs> Well, in that case, that's the ultimate grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> you think they grill it? Because I feel like they don't. Absolutely not. Well, well actually, they nope, nope. They don't even do it to their buns never, yeah, for a regular pure. Whopper. Nah, that's pure constipation, man. Mm, that's crazy. That's crazy. But uh, just know <laughs> that uh, I I will not be copping. Uh, that's too much. That's too much dairy for in one consumption uh, for my <laughs> stomach to take. But uh, it, it was a question to be posed. Fair, also, fair. make sure you, you're not a squirrel. <laughs> so I'm Demetrius. And I'm Demetrius. And Meach Meach presents Blurred City Podcast. We are back. It is episode four. We just got off uh, episode three with our special guest, Agent K. Uh, we're back here on this Monday, recapping Beloved, uh, probably one of my favorite episodes of the season. Don't know how you feel about that, Meach, but we'll get into it later in the show. Uh, a lot to talk about. There's something very big in the news of Hollywood that we kind of have to cover today, considering the fact that Wednesday is going to be our cartoon draft and we're not going to have much time to cover it. So we're going to get into that later. But first, let's hit you with the legal Spiegel. All right. So the purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media. All sources we reference are owned by their respective companies. And our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own or reflect no biases or corporate agendas. Your discretion is advised. So if you're a big fan of live action movies, TV shows, uh, American voice acting, now is the perfect time to get into anime because Hollywood is completely on strike. There are no writers writing right now. There are no actors that are a part of the union that are acting. So everything is essentially shut down for future production. A lot of movies that we were anticipating, hyped about, mostly coming out for next year, probably going to be pushed back if we're being honest. Meech, how you feel about that? Upset. Very deeply upset. I'm, I'm mad at Hollywood because uh, there was some news that came out this week and it had me in some had me all in type type of my feelings and type of excitement and, and emotions and then i and then literally the day later literally exactly. a day later after it gets announced and we see the press footage and you're like oh yeah no this movie got de- delayed because of the strike i'm like hollywood can y'all get it together we can't have nice things we can't have nice things in fact i know i recently saw like a thing with tom holland and he said, like, yeah, no, I, I don't like Hollywood. And I, like, I'm really taking a break from that. I'm like, look, if you if you're getting Tom Holland to hate you, 
you 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 didn't mess up holly it's a dirty business and even the shirt i'm wearing right now that's now production is halted so <sighs> we're gonna we're gonna get into it man i man 2024 was looking right just like the movies that were already scheduled for release the movies that were like kind of like tentatively ready to be released but everything is just like delayed now so all we got is 2023 when we get into our wednesday podcast we're going to talk about what's hot and just like the things that we uh we're super excited for but it might not be anymore so we'll see i i have nothing more to say because just just no just know Hollywood, I'm coming for you. Yeah, the consequences of COVID are definitely still ringing through with that. So moving forward, we're going to get into uh, this episode of Beloved Secret Invasion, episode four. What you got for the Pulse of the People? Uh, oh, let's see. I Well, people are now starting to, to understand and like the show. Uh, all I have to say is Disney run me my money um just 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 run me my money just just cut me my check disney every, every week <laughs> just cut me my check because i didn't called everything that happened in this episode from day one yes so give me my money give me my money <laughs> yeah i i talked to agent k earlier in the week about it uh so like they kind of enjoyed it as well I think like people are still I've seen some things where people are like, ah, oh, y'all are going to the well too many times for certain things that we'll get about in the recap, um, which I do kind of feel to an extent. But I, I do think the general consensus is like, hey, it's picking up. It's better. This is kind of what we expected. And one of my predictions actually came true. Uh, not as many as yours since you wrote the show, but <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but, we'll, but we'll go from there. So getting into the recap, I have to start with an apology. So last week I said uh, that Gaia's decision not to disguise herself was a case of bad writing. I'm not too proud to beg, nor am I too proud to apologize. So what she did was she opens up, it shows a flashback of her getting the extremist power. um, And then when she gets shot, she's able to obviously recover, quote unquote, come back to life in a sense. And it's actually pretty smarter because now Gravik thinks he took one of the pieces off of the board. Um, now she can actually go into hiding, do her scroll thing. And I actually have a prediction for her, but we're going to get to that in the yep. predictions page. So yep. save that, save that, save that. So going forward, uh, you know, the first scene opens with Fury post Avengers 2012 going from there. Uh, yes. So he going up, he mean with uh, with Boothang uh, and she and she basically priscilla right she basically like ends up telling like about this poem that she's reading and how like essentially this poem's about her wanting to be be called beloved and just just about love and and you see the and you see the 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 heart the heart emojis just start <laughs> lying out at the table out of fury and out of her and just like bruh and then it cuts to her at church and essentially she meets up with with who with first prediction correct first prediction yeah. that uh i i need my money for that it was roadie <laughs> that she ends up meeting with and then and she basically say like hey i i can't do this anymore uh like why don't we keep fury alive and then prediction number two end up being being correct when it turns out that roadie was a scroll the entire time I need my money. 
Uh, and essentially, like he said, like, hey, uh, listen, either you kill Fury or I kill both of y'all. <laughs> yes. Basically, it's like, hey, it is what it is. Like, I, I'm the one who got him out. I'm the one who ousted him. I'm the one that, like, listen, you better do what you you do. And so, yeah, if, if you had any comments about about road about road scroll, the one thing I would say about Rody being a scroll, obviously, like here, it's like okay, yeah, Rody is quote unquote scroll. Later in the show, they show that Rody is actually a scroll. You know, uh, so with that, I like that he is a scroll because his behavior is now like. He, he's like out of pocket this entire episode and you're like, okay, you know, now it's Don Cheadle having fun and stuff like that with it. But what I would say for that is just like, yeah, he, now we have to like kind of backtrack to when he might've been a scroll, maybe uh, when he was light skin and then he was taken <laughs> off the board. <laughs> and became Don Cheadle. <laughs> Dang. So you say the entire time he was Don Cheadle, that was, bro, bro, if that, no, 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 no. Prediction. Save a prediction. Save a prediction. All right. So moving forward, we then do Talos. He has a conversation with Gaia, which was a really sweet conversation um, for part of it. But what I really enjoyed about that is, you know, one thing I would say is that he was t- giving her her plan, his plan for like uh, the scrolls. But what she said to him was very like, wow, where she goes, the answer that I've been looking for my entire life has been like, where do I belong? And that answer has always been by your side or with you. And that was like, oh my gosh, you know, that's that was my heart emojis. But then Taylor describes, she, she's like, but I need a plan. You need to give me something. And he describes his plan. And even before like she says anything, I was like, Taylor, you sound delusional, my guy. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Oh, man. Yeah. When I, when I listen to that plan, I'm like, bro, bro. Bro, how how long have you lived here? How how long have you been on the, on this earth, my guy? And you still have not figured that out, which is exactly what Fury told him in episode two. Yes, essentially, we see what happened in episode two. Essentially, like play out in his delusional thoughts, and and even guy calls him out on it. I called him out. I'm like, bro, bro, this ain't gonna go the way you think, my guy. Yes. Uh, so, like, what his plan essentially is is like, hey, we stop. Gravic, we give it to the U.S. government or whatever government we're going to give it to. Then we have a sanctuary amnesty for our pe- our one million people. The problem is, if you think of if you rock with me with this analogy, if you have an ant infestation in your house, and then some of the good ants come into your house and like, hey, we stopped all the bad ants from coming, and you, can we make a deal and stay in your house? You'd be like, oh, sure. And then the very next day, the exterminator is going to roll up and get rid of all of the ants in your house. It's not happening. Uh, So with that guy, she's like, yo, this is ridiculous. I got to go my own path. One thing I do want to say with the the earlier scene when um, Scylla was in the church with Rhodey, our boy Fury, who I told y'all would start turning up around episode three or episode four, was already listening in. So that's so he knew what was going on. So moving forward. we have the talk. It's like it's a really quick scene, like transition in the show where it's like he comes, she comes home and she sees the ring is in the bucket, essentially, and she or the bowl. And she's like, hey, did you forget your ring? And he's like, nope, I was just on my way out. And he's like, I know 
you know, that you've been talking to Gravik. I know that you're supposed to kill me. You can take the gun out already. And then they have the scene where they both put the guns on the table and they just like talk and oh my gosh. And then they recite the poem uh, to each other. And when they pulled the trigger, I thought for sure Fury was going to kill her. I, I knew she I was going to miss him. I thought Fury was going to kill her. I, I did too. I was like, yep, well, R.I.P. <laughs> I was like, well, RP to Priscilla, because as soon as he put the gun on the table, I knew what time it was. Yeah. Uh, and but then the thing that happens, like you see her, she turns around to see that he missed too. And they're both laughing, whatnot. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we should probably get therapy after this. Yeah. Uh, but but then comes a very heart, like wrenching line where she's like, Would you still love me in my true form? And he just walks, he just puts his hands on her face and then walks out while saying, guess we'll never know. And that's going to relate to my um my big question of the week later. But yeah, like when before they shot at each other and he was calling her his like his greatest mistake. And like, obviously, like calling someone a mistake is like, oh, what do you but like the way he like described it was like so beautiful where it's like, I'm so glad that I got to spend this life with you. Um, And did you? Like leading into the poem, did you get to be able to call yourself beloved? And wow, that was impactful. So moving forward, I believe the next scene he is in. Uh, it's revealed that Rhodey is actually a scroll. Like physically, they show it. Yep. Uh, so then he's in the office with Rhodey, and I thought he was gonna like uh, bust Rhodey out or whatever, but like he pulls out the bourbon <laughs> and <laughs> starts slick talking Rhodey, and it's so such a funny scene. Yep, yeah, it sure was. It was like. Hey, what's what's good, my brother? And then it's like, hey, hey, here, here's that uh I, I forgot what type of liquor it was. I'm I'm gonna just call it Don Julio because that's <laughs> Here, here's this uh ancient Don Julio who's been cultivated for years. Go go ahead, take a drink. And he's like, Okay, yeah, yeah. How about uh I pour it out and then drink my own? And it's like, cause you might have poisoned it, you might have laced it with something. Right. Like, I'm like, all right, cool, cool. You do that. Then all your ancestors gonna whoop yo behind for, <laughs> for wasting this Don Julio. The scroll ancestors. Like, <laughs> the scroll ancestors is crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah. So essentially, he just like, hey, 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 let's let's let bygones be bygones. We they both take a drink. He's like, oh yeah, I know you a scroll. Um, and I know you uh, I'm one know like, hey, where graphic at? What your plans? And look, you you need to tell me where the real roads is at. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to put the pause on you. He doesn't say that, right? I mean, he just basically paraphrases it. Like okay, you, yeah. you can get like the subtext of of like what right. he's saying. Like he doesn't outright say that, but mm-hmm. but he's like, hey, just give me my job back, make free me. I want to be cleared of all charges and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And roses or scroll goes like, or how about this? Hold on, hold on there, Wally. How about this? And he puts up the footage, the, the Russian footage. And he's like, how about this? I don't uh release this footage of you killing Maria, who was really gravid killing Maria. Mm-hmm. And then uh you go to jail or probably die. Yeah. And then I keep I keep you out of trouble and you just uh you just keep clear. How how how's that sound, brother? <laughs> oh uh, or wait, wait, I'm sorry, like how's that boy? <laughs> and then he's just like okay okay i'm i'm gonna leave you alone for right now 
Yes, but as, yeah, so leading into that scene, as Fury said, he put the tracker in the drink, uh, which <laughs> scroll, scroll Rhodey didn't believe. Uh, so with that, it's like nanites or something like that. He's with Talos in the car. Um, they start tracking uh, his movements of scroll Rhodey. Uh, and a really funny scene where like Rhodey is like giving this full like conversation to the president. And I'm like, fam, shut up. <laughs> like, ain't nobody asked you for no uh, descriptive Sun Tzu <laughs> opinion or whatever. Uh, so then the president's like, hey, you had a little bit to drink this morning? <laughs> yeah, I was like, and he's like, huh? It's like, yeah, yeah, you had a, uh, you 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 pre-gamed with the Russians. I'm like, bro, how how bad is your breath right now? Like, I mean, I think they had the whole bottle. Oh yeah, because he left the Don Julio there. He left it mm. there. So yeah, he he must have pre-gamed hard. But of course, squirrel physiology. I, I don't think he was drunk at all. He was mm. just uh, overplaying his hand, if you will. Exactly. But uh, but yeah, so like he like give me a mint, and then he's in the car, and then as he as like the president and everybody's driving in their separate vehicles, Rhodey makes a call. Is that hey, uh, I forgot what the call sign was. I, it it was like the the basically the president's in car four. Yeah, president is in car four, and and that gave the notice to Gravig that all right. And he comes swooping in in the chopper because, as we know, like all of them are pretending to be Russians. Yeah. Even though Gravik is unmasked and is clearly black, but uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but but that and even though you talk in Russian, that that don't that don't mean Jack because you look you still look black and you still yes. have that black uh, accent. Um, I'm, I'm just saying, and and essentially it all all go, it goes straight to. Straight to heck real quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with that, um, then we see Fury stepping in with Talos uh, tracking. Obviously, the president is trapped upside down in the car. So then Fury steps in. He starts, like I said, he starts turning up this episode. Um, really going at it. So he's like there. He has, he has backup because they kind of knew what was going to happen. So then Gravik is like he's seeing the plan starting to unravel. He uses the second power that we saw. Uh, for the Super Scrolls for his group powers. And then with that, uh, it's a really impactful scene where Fury is really close to saving the president, and then but the glass windows are bulletproof. So then Talos, he starts like breaking the glass with his scroll powers. He gets clipped. Um, so like he's starting to turn into a scroll, which freaks out one person so far, but that person is then revealed later to be graphic. But once Talos, like he breaks the glass, save the president, um, Fury's taking him away, and then Gravik unveils himself uh, and stabs Talos. And it's like Fury's left with the decision: Do I go back for my friend Talos, or do I take uh, the president? So he ends up taking the president, and then Talos is presumed dead. So, man, that's why I that's why Talos really need. I mean, not Talos. Gravik really needs to have his behind whooped. Uh, I I really need to see him get taken down a peg. Yes, or a lot. I, I know his plan unraveled, but the fact you had to take out my boy or Talos after he he outright saved the president, crazy. Yes. All right. So anything else in the episode you want to uh, discuss before we kind of move forward? It was a really it was like the shortest episode by far. Yeah, it really was a short one. I I think like we basically covered like all of it in a very short time frame. Like, dang, that's beautiful. And it, so, yes, and it so. went by in a flash. So MVP of the week. Ooh. 
Ooh, I, 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 you, you know, I gotta give it to to our one eye man, our one eye man Fury. Absolutely, he, he he turned up, he turned up hard this episode. He out here, he out here, uh, getting getting boothang to to be right. Uh, and in fact, one thing we didn't talk about was how essentially she told tells him like why in the world she chose that face. Mm, yes, that was actually a really beautiful scene. It was beautiful because essentially, like she was in with a nurse. Well, like a nurse who was dying and the nurse, she didn't want like anybody to like know that she was dying to like, hey, take my face, take my life and just continue on. But like the one thing that the nurse wanted to do before she died was to fall in love and like, hey, I can do that by through being you. Mm -hmm. And and she laid out the ground rules and of like just how to be loved and like her final rule was do not hurt the one that she loves i was like oh that was tough that was tough and it's going to kind of tie into my big question about like uh Scylla becoming someone else in order to fall in love with fury so yeah but um but yeah so like as i said fury big mvp he out here he convinced boothang to not uh off him as well as to as well as not offing her he he managed to drug uh <laughs> drug uh drug scroll roadie and knew he was scroll roadie. He he out here planting folks, he out here saving the president, and he turning up, he killing a bunch of scrolls left and right. He killed a whole uh chopper full of them. Yeah, so definitely my MVP of the week as well. Uh so with that out of the way, we can get to our big questions of the week. All right, so my big question of the week relates to what kind of Scylla slash Barra asked of, would you ever love me if I could be my true self? And my big question of the week is, can we ever really be our true self uh, just in life? I mean, think about, we talked about it in the first episode that we did about code switching and just like kind of the mask that we wear, generally speaking. And we both like knowing each other and knowing ourselves, there's a version of this podcast that is much more explicit, much more raunchier that we could do. But just like the lifestyle that we chose, we aren't doing it. And, you know, that's good, but that's also like a piece of ourselves that we're, you know, dying to ourselves, quote unquote, to speak. But just like different aspects of, it doesn't necessarily mean that like you're hiding your true self. That means your true self is evil. But how we speak to our parents isn't always the same way we speak to our siblings, how we speak to our siblings, mm. not necessarily the same time we speak to our friends or like adults, uh, older adults in general, not generally the same that we kind of speak to our bosses in a sense. So like different aspects of that. And then even if you think about it with um, Scylla, she kind of knew Nick Fury for 30 years and she you saw like immediately when he walked in how she turned into like a human or, you know, when she was in her scroll form. So kind of just like with that, did he really like, could he like tolerate her scroll form, you know? And even with us being blue lock fans, think about Bachira, how his entire life, he had that monster in him and like, he couldn't like only like two people were able to access the monster. And then even though he was like able to access the monster, he had to become the monster himself in order to like self actualize. So like with that, can we ever truly be our true selves? Mm, Good one. Good, good. Deep question. Deep question. My mind was kind of, kind of on a similar like deepness but it's like okay so as we were looking at talos and his his moral quandary to 
uh, Gaia about everything. My main question is like, at what point are you willing to kind of like, at, at what point does your fantasy start becoming delusion? Mm. At what point do your dreams start, start becoming unrealistic and start becoming something else and becomes more detrimental because as we know, like Talos's dream is to like have a million plus scrolls live amongst humans and live coexistingly and live peacefully. And yet, and yet what he's failing to take into account is the fact that graphics and his like radical and downright terroristic actions is gonna paint the entire squirrel civilization in a bad light. Like, mm-hmm. like, and if we look to our actual real life history, that has happened way too many times just in the United States alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so like he and he was really was really deeply entrenched in wanting them to coexist. But at what point are you like ignoring the reality of the situation? At what point do like in your dreams are you not counting the cost for, and are you like just you just lost in the sauce that's that's definitely uh deep because it kind of like fury gaia and gravic all told him some variation of like your dream is not realistic because of how humans behave and you should know better yep and and unfortunately he does not listen every single time it still goes based off his belief and then that like low key turn uh, ties into my question because his version of coexistence is not scrolls being scrolls; it's scrolls looking and acting like humans to coexist. So like again, like his people can't be themselves with that. So that's yeah, definitely we we were on that that, that poet thinking today. Look after after watching an episode about poetry, we we be. <laughs> You locked in. (laughs) All right. So with that, we are going to get into our predictions for next week and then big picture view. What you got? All right. So firstly, predictions. All right. If Talos is actually dead, we, you know, Gaia going to have to find out. So Mm -hmm. my question is, what in the world is she going to do? And actually, another big question is, like, does Gaia have... Does she just have the extremist powers or does she have other abilities as well? Mm-hmm. Like, is she going to be like on even footing with Gravik having Groot and Call Obsidian's powers? Does she have like some other superheroes powers or is right. she just does she just have the regeneration? That's I guess like that's a question I would, I would want answered is like, just how deep does it the super scrolling go with her? Mm-hmm. And how many other scrolls have those abilities as well? Um, another question would be like, where, what? Again, are there any other characters who got scrollified and we don't know about? Has to be. What What is the president gonna think about when when the scrolls are there? Yeah. So that that's just a couple of mine. What What you got? I think uh, kind of tying into the question of just like with Tails, where it's like, hey, a scroll gave his life to save you, President. I think Fury's going to hammer that home. Ultimately, episode five, episode six, to kind of be like, hey, we're not going to acknowledge scrolls exist to the public, but we are going to 
under the table except you. I think that's going to kind of tie into it just because I think Fury is going to really hammer that home to him. I think also Gravik, his master final stroke plan has to get revealed in episode five in order to like have that big finale in episode six, uh, just based on the story of how it goes. And then with Gaia, I think her and Fury link up and like mourning. I think Talos is dead uh, just because it'll, you know, that'll be her superhero boost. But going into my big picture view, I think Gaia is going to be the uh, scroll queen. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good prediction. Good prediction. Good, good one. Good one. I, I actually kind of like that. Um, gonna have, <laughs> gonna have Dracarys be the be another queen. <laughs> gonna have Dracarys be the queen of two kingdoms. Yes, <laughs> let's get it. I love it. I love it. Also, an, another big thing we we kind of haven't touched upon, Rhodey. Mm, we got to find our boy. Firstly, our, we, yeah, one, we got to find like where Rhodey actually is. Two, is Scroll Rhodey going to be rocking his uh, rocking his suit Ooh. in the finale? Ooh. Wait, what if Scroll Rhodey is War Machine and then they find the other Rhodey who's Iron Patriot again? Ooh. <laughs> Armor Ooh. Wars, baby. Ooh. That's how you lead to. That's how you. Oh, lead to that's how you lead into it. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Come on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because if we, if we, I'm, I'm going based off my comic book mind. The Iron Patriot suit was initially used for evil. So you have Scroll Rhodey in Iron Patriot, mm. regular Rhodey in War Machine. Okay. So do you think Scroll Rhodey was Iron Man too? Because technically it was evil, but it was like hacked because of uh, the electricity, dude. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like, I think that he was he was not honestly, in my personal opinion, he couldn't have been a scroll for too long because remember, he got crippled in Civil War mm-hmm. to where he was forced to wear a brace. I think scrolls are able to like heal from that. But and like the war machine suit is more iconic than mm-hmm. the Iron Patriot suit. So it would make more sense for him, for a brother to be wearing the black suit and it's then fight the the scroll, the scroll radicalists to be wearing something more patriotic. Whoa, 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 hold on. I'm, I'm about, mm. about to touch something deep. I'm touching something mm. deep. i to touch something deep. Uh, the, some, some, some nationalists, if you will, uh, to be wearing right. something American. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy, that's crazy. But but yeah, it would, it would force that dichotomy to fight all right, stay with me here. I like this conversation. So if, I don't know if they would do it the same way, but think about it. Do they, they have an Iron Heart series coming up, mm-hmm. presumably, I hope, because, you know, uh, CEO oh, of Disney said they starting to cut some stuff. So I don't know if that's going to get cut. But uh, with that, do you think they will treat him like how the Falcon, Falcon assumed the Captain America uh, kind of mantle where Rhodey would assume the Iron Man mantle, or do you think that would like it would just be Iron Heart is quote unquote Iron Man? Mm, that's a yeah, that's a deep one considering both of them were cons- well, actually, take well, Iron Heart, like in her title, was in the Invincible Iron Man, but mm-hmm. she was never called Iron Man, right? Because uh, for, for reasons, <laughs> yeah, for, for obvious reasons, but. But Rhodey 
has been called Iron Man before. So maybe maybe he could take on the mantle of Iron Man and in the show, like him slowly becoming Iron Man, like getting the iron suit and everything mm-hmm. from the Tony suit, but or like recoloring War Machine to have the Iron Man colors. Uh, like but either option could work. Uh, I think like in terms of everything, like look, she she Riri is always gonna be Ironheart. Mm-hmm. Ironheart is her title, and I don't think like in the show that's called Ironheart they're gonna change that. Yeah, yeah, most likely. Like the only reason they did so for Falcon and Winter Soldier is because it's about Falcon becoming Captain America, which actually happened in the comics. Right. She never was officially Iron Man. So that's 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 all I got on that one. Um, I think for me, Armor Wars, Ironheart, and then Captain America Brave New World are like the three projects outside of obviously the multiversal saga that I'm most excited for. Um what we were going to talk about kind of earlier, but we'll mention in the what's hot. I think that's what a lot more people are excited for uh, when we get to that third movie. But we, we're going to talk about that Wednesday. So. Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Talk about that at a later day. But uh, <laughs> is it bad? Like every time you keep saying Captain America, Brave New World, my mind immediately goes back to the old name. Like, oh yeah, yeah. American New World Order. I'm like, I oh, prefer hey. that name so much more. <laughs> right? It it flows off the tongue better. New and World it sounds World. darker too. Yeah, man, man, Disney, get it together. Break <laughs> New World don't sound right. It it doesn't. Yeah, New World Order rolls off the tongue so much easier. Man, get get it together. <laughs> but it's funny. The things we're most excited for are the blacklist things. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to Blurred City, people. It's like, are you surprised though? <laughs> Are you surprised, though, audience? <laughs> exactly. Get it together. All right. So you got anything else? Oh, uh, man. No, not not really. Just, uh, again, if any of my... Pre- Firstly, Disney cut me my check for all the predictions I've I've made that have been correct. And secondly, uh, give me... If any of these predictions end up coming true, um, I, I need my check expeditiously. I know Disney, you're part of the Hollywood strike, uh, but uh, I I need my check, and then I'll be fighting. Alrighty. So with that, I think uh, let's hit us with the plugs real quick. Yep. So, all right, Instagram and Twitter, Blur City Twenty Two. Like, follow, subscribe, all that good jazz. YouTube and Patreon, Blurred City Pod. Donate a little cheddar, get access to exclusive episodes like our Spider Man One More Day deconstruction. And complete a no, it's not even a deconstruction, it's an obliteration and complete a revival. Uh, and then from there, we got ourselves our Discord linked in our Instagram page. Come and see how we're how we're doing in the fine community of Blur City, right? And from there, right, we got ourselves our uh our our email, blur city22 at gmail.com, where you're allowed to ask questions for our QAs. We got ourselves, uh, no geek out, freak out, random fan theories of the day. Come support us and come give us uh, questions of that ilk or nature. Finally, personal page, Rogue Jedi twenty one on TikTok. However long we got TikTok, because the the days are numbered, and I may be switching over to Threads very soon. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. What you have? 
All right. So for my individual author pages, we have my Instagram at Mitri underscore dash. So that is M-E-T-R-I underscore D-A-S-H for my Twitter at the Mad Dash 16. And if you are interested in my book, Phantom Pains, A Most Irregular Tale, that is available on Amazon. So for Wednesday on the main podcast, we are having our cartoon draft. We're having two special guests on. If you've seen our X-Men villain, X-Men draft, and then also our anime villain draft, you'll know how out of pocket, how contentious those get. So I'm super excited for that on Wednesday. Uh, if you want a primer for that, just to kind of catch up on the cartoons, you can check out our previous episode um, just down in the retro road of the different cartoons. And we kind of just like lay it out uh, for the end of the month, just to kind of really hammer this home. We're going to have a big mailbag once we come back from DreamCon have on the Afropuff Samurai, talk about our experience, and then just kind of answer mailbag questions. So with all of that said, it's not goodbye forever. It's just goodbye for now. And that's the Blair City Podcast. See ya later.